You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. Good morning, London. It's a beautiful day in the Forest City, and uh, what we're going to be doing uh, is coming to you each week, talking about the most uh, relevant health articles, as well as uh, the latest research and stuff like that in the world of health and fitness. Today, I'm joined with, uh, across from me, is Peter Martone. Uh, Peter, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ron. Uh, It's a beautiful day here, and uh, we're about to get started on our first radio show here. I'm excited. Yeah, this is exciting. Uh, Certainly uh, first time on the air for for both of us. Uh, Of course, I I work with uh, Craig Needles, uh, doing short segments with him on Thursday mornings, but... uh, Otherwise, uh, this is this is us taking control of the station for a half hour, and and you know, uh, we thank everybody for tuning in because we're not sure how it's going to go. Yeah, it's it's new <laughs> to all of us here, so let let's get it going here. Yeah, so each week, uh, uh, myself and the MedPoint team are going to be in here uh, talking about health and and fitness related stuff, and. Um, uh, we're, the topic this week is going to be sugars. So, uh, I mean, it's something that people love. Uh, maybe people, you know, hate. Uh, I think everybody has a sweet tooth somewhere in their mouth. But, uh, you know, we got to start with the, with the facts. What is processed sugar? What is natural sugar? Yeah, it's, 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 people have this idea of, like, what is sugars? You know, like, processed natural. Like, natural sugars are sugars that are based from whole foods. You know, they're, they're full of other things besides just sugar. They, they, they're full of vitamins, minerals, enzymes, all those things. And uh, one of the issues we're facing today is refined sugars. Refined sugars is definitely the enemy here. Yeah. Because when you, when you think about refined sugars, it's taken from a sugar cane, uh, run through a lot of equipment, uh, processed through a, a lot of uh, different things, and, uh, and basically what you lose is a lot of micronutrients. Yeah, and, it, and that's what people actually need for their body. Yeah, like the refined sugars, we, we call them empty calories. You know, they, they have no fiber, vitamins, minerals, like you were saying, fats, enzymes. You know, everything is basically removed during that refining process. So, uh, mm-hmm. so when, when we consume these, these refined sugars, we're just, we're just getting overloaded. There's nothing to take the brunt force of the, of the sugar on our body, like, like the fiber would usually do if you, like I say, an apple or a piece of fruit. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's just pure sugar going into our system. And according to Health Canada, the average adult consumes, on average, 23 teaspoons of sugar, uh, while the average child consumes 32. This works out to be about 90 pounds of sugar per year. I, <laughs> I don't even know what that would look like. I mean, it'd, uh, it'd be a mountain outside the studio or something. Yeah, it, it, it's actually unbelievable when you look at the stats like this. 90 pounds, you know, you're like... How how bad can this actually be for us? You know. Yeah, absolutely, and it's 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 just staggering numbers, and and it's something that we need to be more aware of. So let's talk. Uh, there's a couple different articles. Uh, we were looking at one specifically. The CBC came out with, uh, and they did actually a marketplace uh, kind of focus, and it's this uh, sports strength thing. Yeah, so. sports. So so Ron, do you, do you do you know who the Florida Gators are? Absolutely, I love college ball. Yeah, but you know they're not only known for football. Uh, Gator, does that that sound familiar to you? That's not where it came from, is it? Yep, Gatorade. Gatorade was developed for the athletes of the Florida Gator program. So they felt they needed more uh, to perform, and and you yeah. know they were slipping them some. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't steroids, but <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, so they were putting uh, you know sugars and different yeah, things in the sugars, water. Yeah, sugars, sodium, things in the water help their athletes perform better. You know, it, it's it's believed that. When we exercise at a high intensity level, we lose sugars, we lose sodium, mm-hmm. and we think that we have to replace those sugars as soon as we lose them, you know, to, to keep performing at the highest level we possibly can. Yeah. But 
to, to say the least, this isn't really the case. Yeah, and what the study looked at was uh, people actually perceive that they're exercising harder than what they actually are. Uh, it looked at uh, a forty people who went through a forty-five minute run and uh, basically uh, seen what their what they, their expenditure was and yep. if they actually needed something that, that warranted uh, a sugary sports drink such as Gatorade. And what they found was most of the individuals, or almost all of them, right? Yeah, all, almost nearly all of them that were, were in this study. Yeah, they could just be replenished with with regular water. Yeah, exactly. Like it almost was better that these people didn't have these high sugary sports drinks. For, like for example, we uh, uh, the Gatorade here that uh, we're looking talking about contains forty one grams of sugar per day. Now, um, Health Canada is is recommending that we are reducing our calor our, our sugar intake to five to ten percent. Now, five mm-hmm. percent is on the very low end, mm-hmm. and it's almost unrealistic. But ten percent is what should we go for? So. Ten percent. That's refined sugars. Yes, refined yeah. sugars. We're not we're not talking about the natural, the natural sugars, sugars and, and fruit yeah. This is all just focused on the refined sugars. You know, five um, percent of about an adult's uh, sugar intake is about twenty five grams. Mm-hmm. Now, if we look at a can of Coke or even the Gatorade we're talking about, there's already forty five grams, forty grams of sugar in that one thing. That's a lot. And and when you think of uh, society today and and the pre- the prevalence of, of diabetes, uh, uh, cardiovascular disease, different things like this, it's no wonder when we're drinking a Coke or a Gatorade or something like that that you know we're almost surely doing our bodies so much harm, uh, you know that just over time yeah. we're going to pay for it. Of course. Right? So back back to that study, it, it um, it's telling that uh, sugars we it's almost worse for us to have. The, for an actual, well, we, let's, let's look at this again. So we, we're talking about high performance athletes here compared yeah. to the average Joe. Look who's marketing this, right? Yeah, Sidney Crosby, LeBron James. We love these guys. They're great athletes, high intensity uh, performers. Yeah, they they're they're the the group that would actually possibly benefit from something like something like this because they're honestly exercising six to seven times a day, four hours four hours a day, and they're they're sweating profusely yeah. through this, this time. And they're cutting into those glycogen stores and different things like that, which prolonged activity will do for you. Um, you know, it's easy for Sidney Crosby and stuff to take a paycheck and and, and throw his face on uh, drinking a Gatorade bottle. But uh, I think it's good to just inform people that not the regular average Joe exercising needs this. And this is exactly what the study's saying. Yeah, it, it, it looked at the like the blood content of somebody with, that an average person was exercising, say, 45 mm-hmm. minutes in the gym or doing yoga or doing Pilates or whatever it was, and that their blood content didn't actually, um, wasn't actually reduced in the sugars and sodiums that, that the Gatorade's supposed to replenish. It actually was worse. It, it, it said that you're adding to that the blood content that you're burning the one you're consuming. Mm-hmm. You're not actually burning what you need to be burning that you want to actually when you're say for example losing losing weight. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the other important uh, parts of the study, Pete, uh, to understand is people always taste the Gatorade and they taste the sweetness of it. But it's under it's important to understand that there is a good portion of sodium in that drink to replenish the electrolytes, and it's actually almost equivalent. Or they're saying in this study it's more than a McDonald's medium fry. So not or, only, or you, even the Doritos Cool Ranch chips. It's, ex- it's it's unbelievable. Exactly. So not only are you getting a huge sugar spike uh, uh, with the Gatorade, but you're also consuming a large portion of salt, which uh, you know we've talked about on different shows uh, with Craig uh, before, is just no good for you. So. Um, Going into uh, our next topic, uh, we're going to be opening up the phone lines here pretty soon. It's 519-643-2222. Uh, 
for anybody who'd like to call in. But what we're what we're going to be talking about is vending machines in schools. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's a big topic for debate. Uh, you know, what what do the people of London think? Should should do vending machines have a a, a place in our schools? And know? these these vending machines also have the Gatorade carrying in them. You know, in Powerade, whatever the sports drink is. You know, yeah. Our, our, our children and any, our, our education system is, is feeding our kids these high sugary drinks that could be affecting their performance in school, affecting just overall. You know? Absolutely, and uh, and it's important to note that I think a lot of people have been pushing to get healthier foods in the vending machines. But you know, Pete, when we go to a vending machine, typically, uh, what do you see? Chocolate bars, chips, chips, uh, pop. You know, it's it's something that gummy bears, <laughs> uh, whatever, everything. Exactly, it's it's there's things that we don't want our children to be eating, or mm-hmm. any, anybody to be eating. You know, in the excess. Of, Absolutely. You know? So we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, that's again five one nine six four three two 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 two. Feel free to call in. Uh, what do you think? Should we have vending machines in schools? Should they be accessible to uh, uh, our children? And how do we control it? Or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Once again, here's your host, Ron Young. And welcome back to the program. Uh, when we left for commercial, uh, we kind of had the topic of vending machines. Uh, do they belong in our schools? Uh, Ron Young here with Peter Martone across from me. Uh, kinesiologist from MedPoint, of course, giving you the latest uh, health and news information, uh, you know, as it becomes available. And, and what we feel is relevant for for. For the listening, yeah, group. for for everybody listening here, and it's just good information to touch on. So, um, you know, we open up the phone lines. We're going to encourage people to call in. It's five one nine six four three two 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 two. Just let us know what you think about this topic. Uh, professionally, Pete, you know, for me, it really depends on what kind of snacks that they're serving. I mean, you don't want to be discriminatory, and and I know that there could be a big uproar from uh, parents and stuff like that if you just say let's ban everything altogether, right? It, it, because you, you, if you're putting out like a complete ban on something, there's going to be an uproar in, in any situation. Yeah, you know? parents would say, you know, I want my kid to be able to eat whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, are they making that informed decision? And also, can they exercise the self control necessary? Uh, you know, when making these purchases at the vending machines, uh, uh, you know, what's saying they don't scrounge together some change uh, over their over their break and then uh, they're replacing their now nutritious lunch items with a Mars bar. Yeah. Well, the thing is we can't change all vending machines at once. You know, we're, we're talking about vending machines in our schools where our kids are learning and education. You know, if they're going to the vending machine and uh, they're seeing these sugary foods and they don't think twice about it, they'll just they'll grab whatever they want, you know. It's it's a place where we're learning. We're teaching our, our kids to to eat healthier and be better individuals going forward, so they can pass on the information. So, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 just a place where we can start. You know, we can't start the vending machines in the malls and stuff like that. But a yeah. place where in station where you're learning, I think that's the best place where we can kind of just see if we can change that that. Uh, the thing for the vending machines. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like there's going to be somebody uh, outlawing, you know, a, a nutritionist or a dietitian standing next to the vending machine saying, <laughs> look, I think you should go with this option over this option. Uh, and, and certainly there's no uh, food labels or anything on the vending machine at all that you can look to. Uh, so it is important that we, um, you know, that we inform our children, inform them of the good des- decisions to make. And then uh, that way we can, you know, ensure that they're getting healthy foods, right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a call on line one here. Hello, go ahead. You're on the air. Hello? Hello. How are you doing today? Hey, pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. Curtis, 
Yes, uh, I just wanted to comment that um, I feel personally that vending machines in school is a bit of a double standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the science is there. We know that soft drinks aren't good for you, um, especially when you're sitting. I mean, all the sugar in there is definitely not good for you, like you guys were saying. So, Absolutely. yeah, I just feel like it's, uh, it's a bad message to be sending kids. Um, we should take them out, give them water. Um, if parents want to give kids soft drinks, that's their choice. But as schools, we're supposed to be educating them, so we shouldn't have them. That, exactly. Yeah, and and that, that's a great point, Curtis. Uh, honestly, we need to make sure that that kids who are learning and growing, uh, especially through the high school years, when when growth and maturation of the skeletal structures of the muscles and everything like that is is kind of at in its prime, that these kids are getting the proper nutrients that they need and not just filling it with uh, junk where, you know, maybe they'll crash later in, in fourth period class and sleep through. Yeah, the the, the sugar high just gives, gives 30, a 30-minute 30 thing. You're getting up, and then you're going to go below venue when you first had your sugar. Mm-hmm. And, and it's going to make you even more tired after that. Yeah. So why are we teaching our kids to have these things, eh? Curtis, did yeah, you have absolutely. a vending machine in, in your high school? Uh, when I was in high school, we got them about halfway through. So I think I was in grade 9 or 10. Okay. And and you see the typical stuff, right? Chocolate bars, chips, everything like that. Um, yeah, all that stuff and Coke and Pepsi and Yeah. And isn't it always the case that they always have those suckers fully loaded? I mean, <laughs> you, you you hardly ever run dry of, of the Doritos <laughs> or of the uh uh Coca-Cola or Mountain Dew or whatever. So, anyway, Curtis, thank you for the call. Oh, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. Um, yeah, so I mean, it is something that is now in our schools, and and we do, we do have to deal with it in in a in a in a proper manner. Uh, you know, sugar's been a, been known to trigger similar brain centers uh, as drugs, so it does have highly addictive properties. So it it can be dangerous for our children to be consuming this stuff, and and certainly they do get addicted. And what's saying, uh, you know, yeah, you, you ask your friend down the hall, your locker buddy or something, and say, hey, do you have a two bucks? I want to get another. I want to get another Snickers. Yeah, yeah. It, it. I just, I just under, I don't understand it. it. It's we're teaching our kids to to have unhealthy snacks when they're trying to learn and trying to grow and be the best person they can be. Yeah, Doesn't exactly. Make any sense. Exactly. So um, one other thing that we should add on is that um, it, the vending machines. Yes. Um, is there another way around this? Should we be taxing our sugar? Like I know that's a topic that has come up in the, in the past about should there be. Um, Taxes on sugar, more higher sugary foods. You know, not like we said, not um, natural based sugars, yeah. but refined sugars. So like like the junk food that we've been discussing. Yeah, and this was a CTV article uh, a few a couple weeks ago, and and it does raise a good point and goes with our topic of sugar. And again, something that is very uh, important for us, uh, you know, as a society going forward, making these informed decisions, because uh, really we need to see this as almost a battle, right? Um, yep. With with sugar being the enemy, exactly. If, it's like we have sugar is is a, a leading cause of many of the major diseases. Out there cardiovascular disease, mm-hmm. diabetes. You know, we we, we all we've uh, have, tobacco has taken a um, a big hit, obviously, with the packaging having the images on of what it can cause. You know, yeah. And, but sugar does do the does have the exact same like negative effects in your body. They have they have negative huge impacts on your life yeah and and i like what you said there about the tobacco company putting the uh, disclaimer and the pictures uh, uh to kind of deter people um you know from buying uh why don't, can we do that for for uh coke or, or or pepsi products you know or uh the sugary tax uh 
you know, when people are paying, making that purchase, they see the tax coming off. Uh, and it's kind of that reminder, even though it's a little bit more money, why am I paying this more money? Well, because this product is harmful for me and, you know, it, a tax might not be a bad idea. Now at MedPoint, we always, we always try and preach a lifestyle change. We want people to be proactive. We want people to take their health into their own hands. And I really feel that, uh, you know, we need to make these adjustments in society in order to, um, better ourselves, Mm -hmm. make ourselves more aware. Exactly. Exactly. And this, this is a long-term fix. We can't fix it tomorrow. We want to we want to just look at the idea of of changing just a simple thing in this school. You know, it's the companies that have the vending the machines in there. Can you mm-hmm. just make that small change of uh, just taking out some of the sugary foods, adding some healthier things, more bottles of water, more things that would benefit benefit the yeah. The, well, like with the sugar, we get a huge, uh, you know, spike in our sugars, and then uh, the insulin response in our body has to kind of calm everything down, and that mm-hmm. can have greater effects on us. Yep, and uh, it, it like. In the long run, after if you can continually eat that sugar and the insulin is going back and forth, up and down, you're gonna just um, inc- the tense artery wall. So back to the bloodstream, cardiovascularly, it's just it's just it's unbelievable. Yeah. Just what can happen? And the glucose sensitivity, right, to your cells and different mm-hmm. things like that, are, is going to be impacted. So you know, it, it is a good point with the sugar tax. I mean, when you get into trying to pass laws and stuff like that, I'm not going to even pretend like I know <laughs> how how it all works or, or where it has to go Seems through like first. I mean, you know, maybe you want to call up uh, Prime Minister Harper and just <laughs> just try and bring it to him directly. No, I'm just kidding, but. Uh, you know, when these legislation have to get through and get passed, I'm sure there's a huge process. It slows everything down. Um, and in, in the long run, it takes it takes longer and longer and yeah. longer. And then so maybe gonna, we get the ball rolling on this, right? Yeah, how do how do we get that ball rolling? It, it's it's child obesity is at all time high. We know that. We're just reiterating the facts here, but mm-hmm. it's. When when does this actually take it take place? You know exactly, and I think uh, an an argument now, if I can look at it the other side, I mean, people who drink uh, Coke and Pepsi or or stuff like that, they'll say, well, that's kind of discriminating against myself, like against me and 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 what I want to do, and and you know what, we can't take away people's uh, freedom of choice. Uh, you know, we live in a country where we do have that and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome, but, uh, just making sure that people have the informed choices and where do you cap it off at? I mean, some of these Cokes we talked about have 40 grams of sugar, uh, you know, sometimes more, mm-hmm. uh, just a terrible amount of sugar. And, you know, do you say maybe 20 grams and over, you kind of put a tax on those drinks just, just to kind of scare people away from it. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a tough call because, you know, people want, want their sugar, but they don't want to pay the extra money. And it, you put it, say 20 grams, but is 22 grams too high. Is 18 grams too low. Where, where it's a, it's a gray line, you know? Yeah. Lots of blurred lines there. And, uh, I think just overall, we we need to be conscious of it because even people think that, uh, fruit juices, um, you know, like Tropicana, different things like that are, are good for you. But in reality, they do have a high amount of sugar. And, and, and quite often, they are, are are more sugars added to those beverages to make it sweeter, to make it more appealing to kids and different things like that. One thing we recommend at MedPoint is instead of drinking the juice, eat the whole fruit. When you're drinking Absolutely. the juice, you're, you're losing all of the fiber that's involved in the fruit. Mm-hmm. And the fiber is the one, like I said, I said earlier, takes the brunt force of that sugar hit on your body. It's able to manage it um, and, and your able, body's able to um, digest it slowly. 
able to yeah adapt. Yeah, yeah. So we want to look, uh, you know, just as we're coming to the end of our show here, we want to kind of look at uh, and encourage people to choose more natural food mm. sources, yep. choose more wholesome foods, don't look for a quick fix, and really try and stay away from candy bars, uh, chips, uh, gummy bears. Sports performance drinks, unless, unless you're like that elite athlete it's the one percent yeah. you know you, you you don't you don't need it just just have that water and mm-hmm. it, you eat a good meal before and after and you'll be perfectly fine performance wise yeah yeah making sure that our bodies have the proper nutrients um you know in order to uh go about our day yeah, and exactly and we need to make sure that we have the energy stores there for us when we're exercising i get it but uh you know for for people who do drink gatorade different stuff like that for people who who do eat chocolate bars and everything like that. Uh, we need to exercise self-control. We need to make sure that we are aware of what Informed. we're doing to Be our bodies. about your decisions. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, that about wraps it up for this show. Um, tune in next week to our show, 9, 9.30, uh, obviously on the Saturday morning. Uh, we'll be happy to take more calls at that point uh, as well and talk about more nutrition uh, and, and fitness-related uh, topics. And next week we're, we're planning on talking about gym myths, gym Gym things that uh, people believe um, that aren't necessarily true. Maybe they are true. You know? Yeah. Are you doing the right exercises? Are you know? Are you spending enough time in the gym? Different questions like that will be addressed. So uh, that's all for today. Um, Peter Martone, thank you for joining me. Uh, my pleasure, Ron. And uh, my name's Ron Young. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and uh, join us uh, medpoint.ca. Uh, you can learn more about our programs there. Uh, remember, it's your health. It's your time.